Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, this is Marcy Ann, and I want to welcome you to my show tonight. I want to apologize for any that tried to access the program at my regularly scheduled time <clears throat> today, which was at four o'clock. Um, I was I had taken a friend um, to the doctor today, <clears throat> and her appointment was at one one fifteen. So there was never any thought in my mind. <laughs> that I wouldn't be able to be back home in time to do my show. But at a, at a quarter till four, I uh, went to the front desk and asked them, um, you know, when, when would my friend be finished with her appointment? And, she, and they said, well, there's two more people ahead of her, and, um, and then she'll be next. And um, <clears throat> I said, well, you know, her appointment was at 145, and it's now 345. And there's still two people in front of her. I said, how did that happen? And this girl gave me the meanest look that you can imagine. She said, it's just been a busy day. (laughs) So I said, well, then what is the password for, um, you know, for the wireless? I said, my phone shows that it's that you have wireless here. I said, what is the password? She says, we don't have wireless here in our office. I said, well, then what is the password for the uh, wireless in the building? She said, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So then, of course, we got in the rush hour traffic coming home, and, uh, and the rest is, you know, now I'm doing my show late. Oh, so, um, and I was so excited to do this show this week because of um, I'm going to be sharing with you some of my own personal experiences that I've had um, of speaking in tongues my whole life and uh, the benefits of it. And, uh, you know, you can argue with a theory, but it's, it's really hard to argue with an experience, with experiences. So anyway, uh, let me get started now uh, with my show. (laughs) So first of all, the purpose of your uh, speaking in tongues, which today, you know, is being called the light language, because we're in a new dispensation now, cosmically and religiously. Uh, The church age is now over. We've been in an overlapping of the ages since about 1988, and it's finally, the church age has finally closed, 
and we're now in the age of what I call the age of the kingdom. Only history will, uh, you know, give us a name, but that'll be 2,000 years from now. So in order to have some way to call it, I call it the age of the kingdom because um, Jesus, before he left, uh, said the kingdom was within us. So it's now time to bring the kingdom out on the earth. So the purpose of you being able to speak in tongues and to um, have the use of your light language, as it's being called now, in the dispensation of the age of the kingdom, is so that in every single second of your life, as you hear that clock tick away all those seconds and minutes and hours, that you will have constant and absolute proof that you and God are connected. You are part of God, and God is part of you. And the ability to speak in tongues is absolute evidence that God is in you in the fullness of his power. You and God are a single, unique, one-of-a-kind creation. (laughs) And actually, every single minute particle, every atom, every cell in your body, everything is unique in its expression as its particular type within the creation. Now, so far, man is the highest form of material expression, but we are still at an extremely low level of evolution as a species. We just have a long ways to go before we're at the level of the expression that Jesus reached in his lifetimes. The Bible says that Jesus was the measure of the stature of the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Last week I talked about these various measures, 30, 30% measure, 60% measure, and then Jesus demonstrated the 100% measure because we're all in some measure of the use of the use of the Holy Spirit because we breathe. <laughs> We're breathing with the breath of God, which is the Holy Spirit. So the ability to speak in tongues is available to every single human and it is the proof that you and God are connect- connected. <clears throat> and as I was saying, it's the breath of God is what energizes and sustains you as a human. Because, you know, when the breath leaves the body, you die. So the breath of God beats your heart, inhales and exhales with your lungs. And your very voice can learn to speak those words of spirit and life the way that Jesus used words, which caused the blind to see and the deaf to hear and the cripples to walk and the storm to be peaceful and the dead to be resurrected. This is our future. Now, the present is that we can, now, we can know now that God is with us and is in us in all the power of his love. Now, Jesus said before he left the earth to go on to his next assignment <clears throat> that the kingdom of God is within each and every one of us. This was his message. This is why he came to earth. He came to give it and to demonstrate it, that we are just like him. You know, the disciples really didn't understand most of what Jesus said to them. They were looking for him to do away with the current government and set up a kingdom here on earth right then. 
and they, of course they would all be the important people, right, in Jesus' administration <laughs> because they thought of themselves as in that inner circle. However, Jesus said that the kingdom was inside of them and that that was the reason he had come to teach them that the power of the breath that we breathe as a living soul has everything we need to live life here on earth. So it's up to us to bring the kingdom of God out upon the earth. No one's going to do it for us. Jesus isn't coming back to rapture us to someplace else. The spaceships aren't going to take us up and away from here. You know, when you are the source of the power, you cannot go get power by escaping to some other place where someone else is still going to do everything for you because you are the source of the power. (laughs) So it's time now for all of us to grow up and begin to realize and then demonstrate the power that we already have within us. And the tool of demonstration is our voice. Okay, so how does this work? And I'm just going to give you some examples from my own life because I've been speaking in tongues for the last 75 years. And during the church age, I was fortunate to have had my church experience be in the Assemblies of God denomination. Our family did go to a little independent Pentecostal church to start with. And then when that pastor passed away, the congregation elected to join the Assemblies of God. But I grew up with healing and miracles as the norm. We didn't go to the doctor. Either mother or the pastor laid hands on us and prayed for us to be healed. And we were. I mean, perhaps some of you know that the original reason the priest was called when someone was sick in the early Catholic Church was not to give the person the last rites blessing so they could die. It was to pray for them to be healed. Now, in the last 50 years, I've had no idea what all I have maybe had going on in my body because I don't go to the doctor and get a name for it. I lay hands on myself and I pray. I use my voice and I speak in tongues to my body. And my body perfectly understands those light codes that I speak into it, and I am healed. Now, when you go to the doctor and he runs all these tests, all those tests, you know, and then he says, oh, you know, you have cancer, and you accept that as the gospel, it must be true. But the gospel is good news, not bad news. Cancer is bad news. And the saddest part of the truth about cancer now is that since everyone has cancer in their body at one time or another, and because some people have given so much money to cancer research, not to find the cause of cancer, but to find it sooner, the doctors now have a diagnostic machine that will find a cancer cell practically at the moment of its first division into two cells. And then they will sign you up for all of the medical practices of chemotherapy and radiation and surgery, which is what is keeping all of the hospitals and clinics operating today. 
I've watched this process grow and grow and grow now over the last 25 years. And I began sounding the alarm six years ago when I started this radio show. Don't look for cancer. You will find it. Cancer is the presence of traumatic emotions stored in the cells of the body. Now, Dr. Candace Pert found these emotions in those cells. She weighed and measured them. They have weight. They can be measured. If you want to lose weight and never have cancer, then just begin to deal with all of those traumatic events in your life. Times when you've been betrayed, used, and abused, or neglected, or just plain abandoned. So I'm going to share with you now in this radio broadcast just such a story, because it's about me, and it just happened to me. Last July, I had a great blow to my mortality. It involved the board that runs the community association where I live. They secretly decided they didn't want to allow Airbnb within the walls of our gated community. And I had been doing Airbnb for about a year and a half, and I had hosted 22 guests during that time. I offered a live-in experience so people who were ready for retirement could come and live in the community and see if they liked it or not. Now, all during this time, there were these hush-hush conversations about Airbnb, but there had never been a formal announcement by the board of the official position of the association. So my thought was, I will do it until I'm told not to. Well, one day, a uniformed code enforcer showed up at my door and demanded to see the Airbnb guest. Because I had to register these guests, to get them through the gate and allow them to bring in their car. Well, the guest wasn't present at the moment, so I reported to him that she wasn't here. But apparently that was enough for the board to then send me a registered letter to appear before them at a private closed hearing. Now, still there had been nothing official declared by about Airbnb, but when I got to the hearing, this uniform code enforcer stood up and read his report that I had an Airbnb guest which was in violation of the CCNRs, and the board pounded the gavel, pointed the finger, announced I was in violation and guilty, fined me $500, and then they said, and if you do not stop this immediately, we will evict you and take your property. I was horrified. Now, I had already decided if they said I couldn't do it anymore that I would stop immediately, and I immediately took down my listing from Airbnb last July. But I have spent the last six months dealing with the emotional hit that I took to my mortality. To threaten to take a home away from a woman is a serious thing especially from a senior woman who worked as hard as I did to even be able to buy it for myself. You know, my husband, no husband died and left it to me. I mean, there was no inheritance, no gifts, just hard work. And I saved every dime I made in my wedding business to be able to pay it off. 
And I'd already lived here 17 years, and I felt safe in my home, where I planned to be for the rest of my mortal life. But now I no longer feel safe, and I wondered if I could continue to live in a place that had the power to evict and take my property just for any whim of the board properly uh, you know, notifying us and giving us opportunity to come into compliance. And I strongly recommend that if you live within a community that has a board, that you investigate what powers over you and your private property that they have delegated to themselves. Well, I took off August 12th and went to go visit all my children Uh, Three and a half months in Omaha, two weeks in Dallas, ten days in St. Louis, three weeks in West Palm Beach, Florida with my sister. And I was finally able to come back to my home, which is just now beginning to feel like a home again in February of this year. You also notice there weren't any radio shows during this time. (laughs) Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is that at the beginning stages of what happened I began having terrible pain in my knees. Now, I haven't had any pain any place in my body for years. Now, I do keep a relationship with a local doctor so that if there is any emergency reason I might need medical care, I am in the system with a primary care physician. And he calls me and invites me to go to lunch from time to time. so that he can observe me and see how I'm doing. And I just saw him last week, and I told him I was having pain in my knees. And he said, he says, well, come on in and let me take a look at him. And so I, I, I did. So he said, how old are you going to be this next birthday now? And I said, 84. And he says, you are amazing. He said, you are one of the youngest patients I have. He has hundreds of patients because he's the most sought-after doctor in our local area. And he continued saying, you are usually the only one of my patients who doesn't have any pain. So what is going on with your knees? (laughs) He's asking me. (laughs) You know what? I thought to myself, this is the way it should be. I'm the one that should know. What's going on? So I And I do. So I told him. Well, I said, yesterday while I was going up the stairs to my condo, <clears throat> I asked my body that exact question. Why are my knees hurting me so bad? And I heard my body say, they brought you to your knees. So I told my doctor, you know, all of the hurt the cruel way they treated me, the devastatingly emotional thought of losing my home, all of the trauma of this experience has settled in my knees and is in every step I take right now. Well, he offered to give me a shot of cortisone, but I said, oh, I said I'm not going to need that because I'm beginning to release it all out now, little by little. I am speaking my light language into, first of all, my heart to comfort me. And then through my breath, as I inhale and exhale, I speak it into my knees, one step at a time. Inhaling God's love for me, 
and releasing out the fear, the hurt, the anger, the hate, the resentment, the injustice, the cruelty, breath by breath. Inhale, God's love for me. Exhale out all of the fear, the hurt, the anger, the hate, the resentment, the injustice, the cruelty, the fear, breath by breath. Inhale and exhale. And as I do this, little by little, the pain is lessening. And eventually, I know it will all go away completely when I have totally cleared and cleansed out all of the awfulness of the experience. And I have to tell you now, as I edit this script, because I work on my script for like three or four days, I am already having days now when I have no pain at all. Because I took mail down to the mailbox today for the postman to pick up, and I didn't have any pain going up and down the stairs. Oh, I forgot to turn this off. Sorry about that. You know, we have a severe opiate crisis in our country today, and occasionally I watch cops. And just this week, a senior woman was arrested for selling her oxycodone pain medication on the street to get an extra $60, she said, to pay her bills because she's on Social Security. Well, unfortunately for her, she sold it to an undercover cop on camera. But there is so much surgery today that is unwarranted and really doesn't address the original problems. And patients are all still on pain medication and sometimes even stronger pain medication once they have the surgery. Now, no one should have knee surgery who is even one pound overweight because even one pound overweight puts an additional six pounds of stress on your knee. So imagine what 20 pounds overweight does to the knees. But you know doctors operate on knees on 20 and 30 and 40 pound overweight people every day. I don't know how this could ever possibly be successful. Because pain, or perhaps I should say 98% of all pain, is caused by traumatic emotions that are stuck in the cells. And you can't cut emotions out of a cell. You can take out some of the cells where the emotions are stored, but the emotions will just go into other cells. This is how cancer comes back. Emotions have to be healed and then released by the person. And we are at a time in our evolution as a community now for everything to be brought to the surface, looked at, dealt with, healed, and released. Everything. And the power to do this is in the kingdom of God, which is in, within each person. And the tool to use is your voice by speaking your light language to yourself. I did say last week you can realize some release from receiving a light transmission from someone else. But to have the full release, which ensures that it will never happen again, you need to do it for yourself. 
your light language has the very codes that are needed to transmute and release your exact stuff that you have stored within you. Someone else's light language isn't going to do that. You have to clear out your own fears and anxieties and resentments and angers and jealousies and envies and injustices and betrayals and neglect and abandonment. PTSD in any form. And then you can begin a process of restoring your body to its original divine blueprint. Because through the speaking in tongues, you can send into your body those light codes that will heal any predisposition to inherited diseases from your family genetics. You don't have to have diabetes if your father has it. You don't have to have heart trouble if your dad died of a heart attack. You can be set free from all debilitating predispositions to any weaknesses and create your body according to the original divine blueprint for the human creation. You know, originally man was made in the image of God. Can you imagine God having cancer or diabetes or a a heart attack? I mean, Adam was not made with any predispositions to any disease. He was created with more than 300 perfectly operating computer programs that allow his, allowed his body to work perfectly. Now, if you are a regular listener to my show, you know that I have a friend who has a machine that can read all of these programs that are running on any given moment inside of our body and tell what's going on. We call it the Dr. McCoy tricorder machine. <laughs> And she runs it on me every once in a while. Because I do the do her machine, like most people go to the doctor for a physical checkup, because it finds what is going on at the quantum level, where all these stored emotions and hidden traumas and belief systems <clears throat> and other non-chemical causes that upset the chemical actions and reactions in our body. But by speaking the light codes into our body, We can restore our bodies to that perfectly created human body. Now, I will tell you that this is a constant moment-by-moment experience. I find um, that I just can't let any type of negative thought take hold within me. If I get an ache or a pain, I don't allow myself to wonder what it is. I just ask my body to let me know if it needs something specific that I'm not giving it because I'm in constant communication with my body, asking it what it needs, what to eat, what not to eat. You know, all the food on the earth has everything that we need for the perfect functioning of our body. We don't need any kind of drugs. The food on earth was created especially for this purpose. Just like the breast milk in a mother is made especially for that baby she just birthed. Every person has a general chemistry that is like the general creation of the human, but each of us has our own specific chemistry passed to us through our genetics and any other type of mutation that has occurred along our life streams. So, And through communication with your body, through speaking the light codes, 
you can find out the best way to feed your body so it will operate perfectly. I try to be as disciplined as I can, uh, not eating sugar, gluten, or dairy. I eat mostly fish and rice and fruits and vegetables. I make chicken vegetable and pork bean soups. And then the key to the, uh, the, to the best health is to drink water. It, it is scientifically theorized that the root cause of almost all disease the beginning root cause is dehydration. So drink gobs of water. I drink spring water because my body doesn't like purified water. It gives me indigestion. <laughs> and I have a prescription from my doctor that allows me to take my spring water on the airplane because I can't find spring water at the airports. The first time I used it, I wish you could have seen the look on the face of the TSA agent. <laughs> But now I guess a lot of people are doing it because they don't react like they used to anymore. They just wave you through. While I was away, I didn't have any access to a warm swimming pool. So now that I am back in California, I'm having to reacclimate as well as re-energize my swimming body. Because at any given age, if you quit doing something, <clears throat> it takes some time to get your body back in the swing of things. <clears throat> the best thing to do is to never quit. I mean, those seniors you see doing laps and playing golf and running and playing tennis in their 80s and 90s, they've never quit from the time they were young. And their body just does it because it's always done it. But if you quit, even for six months, and actually six months is a long time to be inactive. Three months is a long time. So that it'll take a lot longer to get back up to the level of activity that you had before you quit. So it's best to keep on keeping on and don't let those thoughts of, oh, you're too old to do that now, have any kind of power in your life. Your body is your neutral sidekick. It'll respond to whatever thought or action you provide. And if you keep on keeping on, and you give your body a wholesome diet according to what it needs and wants, you will never die sick. In fact, there's a part of Jesus' message that has never been preached, which I am still pondering, and that is he conquered death, and he said that everything he did, we can do. Three years ago, as a result of deliberations with my body through my light language, I was advised to pursue an Ayurvedic diet. And the facilitator I went to to get started with told me the most wonderful information I have ever heard in my life, and I want to share it with you. He said, every cell in your body has the ability to be a stem cell and create whatever is needed to allow the body to work perfectly. We don't need to get stem cells from a pig. All the body needs is to be assured that it's going to get the basic nutrients it needs on a regular basis, and then it'll set up programs to fix everything. He said I should eat at 8 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m., and have a smoothie around 3.30 to 4. And then he laid out a list of things I should include every day in the regimen that is best for my body type which is determined by an ancient system of information developed many thousands of years ago, 
when it was not uncommon for people to live 700, 800, 900 years and some to not die. And what has happened since I started that uh, uh, Ayurvedic uh, diet was, first of all, all of my indigestion, heartburn, acid reflux went away. Next, my blood pressure and cholesterol became steady and accurate for my body type. I wasn't eating any sugar, but my body was manufacturing all of the sugar it needed from the other things I was eating, and my sugar levels were perfect. And surprise, surprise, I lost 30 pounds. At the three-month time period, almost all at once, I felt a surge of vitality in my body that I had not ever felt since I was very young, and that vitality remains today. And my regular doctor says, you are my youngest patient and the only one who has no pain. You know, our happiness is linked to our physical condition. A body all aching and racked with pain is not a happy state to be in. And we were never supposed to be sick. All things that are necessary for our perfect godly life here um, is inside of us. It's just up to us to bring it out into the actuality of our life. Kind of like bringing a virtual reality into actual reality. And that tool that unlocks that door and creates the path is our own personal light language. I want to close my show today with a story I told while I was getting my Master's of Metaphysics ordination, which included uh, studying all of the religious thought systems of the earth since the beginning of time. It was about a divine one who was building a temple to celebrate his relationship with his creator. And somewhere along the lines of communication about the construction, there was a misinterpretation. And a group of demons came and demolished the temple. This divine one fell to his knees and called out in agony to his creator for understanding, asking that question, why? I've asked that question my whole life. And the creator sent a restitution army who came and completely restored and finished the temple. And the Creator told the Divine One to sit in his temple and hold one hand up to the sky with a sign that said, Victorious! And to place his other hand on his knee, showing his victory over the demons. And the demons became the Divine One's workers in the temple. Power of the kingdom of God that is within us we become victorious in our life. We bow our knee to no man. We sit in our temple, which is our body, and we tell everyone our story. Victorious! And the demons become our helpers as they are now under our authority. What could be better? <laughs>
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 